This is the Wilder Wellness Podcast, where we discuss all things body image, intuitive eating, and the wilder sides of wellness. Here we reject the diet culture messages that have kept us tame and preoccupied so we can finally build trust with our bodies, embrace true well-being, and have the confidence to take on any adventure. I'm your host, Kristen Ailes, a licensed therapist with a specialty in wilderness therapy. I've spent the last decade dedicating my studies and practice to helping women feel more connected to their bodies, build resiliency, and take up more space on and off of the trail. Tune in each week for new episodes as we chat with wellness professionals, outdoor adventure enthusiasts, and thought leaders that will leave you feeling inspired, connected, and motivated to live a life free from restriction and body shame. You will receive tangible tools, support, and connection as you take your next steps towards creating a wilder life. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to the show. Hello, hello, (laughs) and welcome to the first episode of the Wilder Wellness Podcast. I am so stoked to be here. I am really looking forward to having a space to connect with all of you more, be able to have really important conversations, connect and sort of have a space to process some of these bigger topics that need a little more space than Instagram captions. For those of you that don't know me, hello, my name is Kristen. I am a therapist who works specifically with clients around body image and eating disorders. I got my master's degree in clinical mental health counseling with an emphasis in wilderness therapy, which is sort of how I started this whole journey. Five or six years ago, I created a company called Wild and Weightless, and it totally happened created an Instagram page, which has led me to connecting with hundreds or thousands of women about this topic, about being in our bodies, being in the outdoors, and what happens when we're using our bodies to um, explore and connect with our world. For those of you that have been around for a number of years, I'm sure you've noticed a change. Wilder wellness is different than wild and weightless. When I initially started Wild and Weightless, I was deeply dedicated to processing my experience of having an eating disorder. For many reasons, I never sought out my own clinical help. And so when I decided to start my journey of becoming a therapist, this was work that I really needed to do. And so I was fascinated by eating disorders, wanted to learn as much as I could about them, wanted to do the research, and I really wanted to know deeply why this experience that I had was so common with so many other people in the world. Um, There's a stat of 30 million people in the United States suffer from eating disorders. That's a lot of people. And maybe the number has gone up. What's inspired this change now is that a few years later, and after lots and lots of processing, It's really difficult for me to come back to talking about eating disorders every single day, especially when that's what I do in my clinical practice. Right now, I'm feeling inspired to do work that can grow with me. And so I feel like I have been in a place where I have healed from my eating disorder, which is like so incredible. I could not be more proud of myself. And so I really wanted to create a platform that could grow with me 
that I could share the stories of things that I'm working through, that I see my friends working through, that I see my clients working through, and that it can grow. Um, I'm excited to use this as a place where I can share thoughts, patterns, really good, important conversations, because navigating this wellness space is difficult. <laughs> it's really, really hard. And I am coming from a place of knowing that firsthand. It has taken me a long time to reach a place where I found a sustainable wellness practice. That's because for me, I'm like one of those people that works in extremes. For a very long time after I thought I had found recovery, I would do things like go to Orange Theory on a daily basis and, you know, there when things like their transformation challenges, my life was like basically like hashtag push pace, baby. <laughs> but I would really get dedicated to um, fitness in this way that was not sustainable, whether it was transformation challenges, or if I started running, I couldn't just run three miles. I had to run a half marathon or try and train for a larger marathon, which I've never done because I don't think my body's supposed to do that, but it was always pushed to the extremes. The other extreme would be not moving at all or moving very rarely and eating bar food on a pretty much daily basis and waking up with like pretty consistent hangovers. Up until recently, it was really hard for me to find a sustainable practice where I didn't either live in one or the other extremes. This is the pattern that I want to keep you from because it's exhausting and neither of them are wellness. My body did not feel well when I was working out for hours on a daily basis. And it also didn't feel well when I was sitting on the couch and eating nachos every day, which I mean, like I eat nachos on a weekly basis now, but it's just not daily. <laughs> because of my eating disorder, years of disordered eating and dieting after that, and then pushing myself to these physical extremes, I didn't know how to just listen to my body and create a sustainable wellness practice that I could do again and again and again, because I couldn't listen. I was too afraid to connect with my body and actually hear what it needed. One of the more difficult parts about reflecting on this is that not only was I not connected to my body, but I also wasn't present for a lot of the parts of my life that were happening around me. Friends, relationships, um, experiences because my head would either always be thinking about how can I restrict when am I going to work out or you know like eating so many tater tots and then feeling like in a pool of guilt and shame there's a lot of grief for me thinking about how much I missed just thinking about food in my body all of the time Many of us have grown up being taught that our bodies, our hunger, our desires are not to be trusted. What I've learned through my many years of trial and error and dedicating my studies and work to body image and disordered eating is that slowing down, actually listening and rebuilding the relationship we have with our body is the key to true well-being. When I finally began building trust with my body, I found the peace and sense of control that I was always searching for. I now work in partnership with my body instead of fighting against it. 
this simple shift has helped me find movement practices that I actually want to do every day. I have been so consistent in my movement practices more than ever, just because I'm not pushing and forcing myself to do these things I don't want to do. I eat in a way that not only makes me happy, but it also gives me the energy to show up throughout the day. I do a lot of meal prepping, but I also do a lot of happy hours and I operate ski and I connect with my friends. I do all the things rather than just needing to one or the other. Rejecting the like all or nothing or black or white thinking has helped me become more present, clear headed and happier than I've ever been. This is why I think it's a great time to finally do this freaking podcast. (laughs) So how do I view wellness? Wellness is discovering ways of eating that feel good for your body. Wellness is not jumping on some fad diet because some influencer told you to do so. Wellness is checking in with your body throughout the day and listening to hunger and fullness cues. Wellness is not about eating the same amount of calories, macros, or points on a daily basis. We are not robots. Wellness is engaging in movement that feels fun and joyful. It is not about pushing yourself to do the most extreme workouts every day. Wellness is defining your life by honoring your unique values. It is not about following someone else's plan. Wellness is knowing that every day is going to look different. It's about knowing that sometimes we will emotionally eat because that's what we need. It's about knowing that some days we are going to go out to dinner with our girlfriends or celebrate a holiday and we're going to eat past the point of fullness and we're going to give ourselves the permission not to feel guilt and shame about it for the entire day. Wellness does not have a size. Wellness does not have a price tag. It is not about what type of gym membership you have or if you drink oat milk matcha lattes. And it is not determined by how others perceive your wellness practices. These beliefs are how I work with my clients in my therapy practice and in my coaching programs. And this is the sort of message I want to bring to you all in this podcast. This podcast will focus on true wellness practices that bring you closer to your body rather than fighting against it. Each week, I will interview wellness practitioners, entrepreneurs, outdoor enthusiasts, and people who are following their purpose. My hope and goal as a therapist, and now a podcast host, is to give you tools and insight to build a trusting and respecting relationship with your body, rather than the normal diet culture BS that tells you to ignore its wants and its needs at all costs. My hope is to see more women identifying people be less distracted by fighting against their bodies so we can take up more space in the world. So get ready to start this adventure in 2022. (laughs) I literally can't wait. Before the new year, I'm going to take some space to rest, connect with my family, and be present. You'll hear from me again at the beginning of the year with our first episode. I'm so excited. And I'll see you then. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Wilder Wellness Podcast. If you loved this episode, head on over to rate and subscribe. New episodes drop each week. I can't wait to catch up with you on and off of the trail. See you then.